Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. It's the Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The, the, the brothers are back in the building. Brother J in NYC and Brother L in the ATL. The, the, the Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five. Four, three, two, one. You ready? Let's get the conversation started. I emphasize that if anyone is listening to this as a replay or listening to it live, connect with further and fathering. You will be encouraged. You will be edified. The 20, 30 minutes that we're on the radio chopping it up is nothing compared to the energy and the strength you will receive from men who love you just because you're a man. And then as they get to know you, they speak life to you, they challenge you, they affirm you, and they enable you to be powerful where you're needed, which is with your family. Brother Derek, you're saying hello. It's not only only, um, good for the child, but I think it's a mandate from God. Um, I think the heart of the Father belongs to men. And God has called us to be that for as many children as we can. So I don't echo everything you said. I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with that. And I think um, the call is for more men to embrace that truth so that we can begin to rebuild our community, our nation, one family at a time.
that is formed against thee shall prosper. And here comes the curse part. And every tongue that rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for your righteousness. Thank you, Lord, for uh, uh, when we believe, hallelujah, when we believe with our hearts, hallelujah, you bless us with righteousness. When we confess with our mouths, you bless us with salvation. Thank you, for you are the Aleph bet Aleph. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for our healing, wholeness, wellness, and recovery, for the ability to break curses. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing on furthering fathering, on all dads, all families, that under the hearkening of your word. Thank you, Lord, for victory. In the master's name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, amen and amen. Yes, 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 yes. I'm so, so excited to have Ron on with me. You know, Ron, you know, Ron, in a world of, that lies to us and says, uh, uh, what you don't know can't hurt you, or it uh, says something else really like ignorance is bliss. Well, the truth is what you don't know can kill you, but what you don't know Absolutely. can hurt you and maintain a curse. A cursed person follows the crowd, Broadway, which leads us to destruction and foolishness. And foolishness is not just is not just stupidity, because you could be extremely wise, extremely intelligent. Not wise. You're not wise when you're foolish. Uh, <laughs> extremely intelligent and still be a fool, because a fool is, is a heart issue where you say in your heart there is no God. That's from Psalm 14:1. And but a blessed person mm-hmm. will follow. Or blessed people will follow Yah, will follow God, his wisdom, and his righteousness. So let's get into it. We're going to talk about the importance of fathers leading consistent prayer life and study life to break family curses and embrace family blessings. So what's up? What's up, Ron? How you doing? You did a phenomenal job on a post I saw uh, uh, regarding generational curses. And, and it's, it's funny because it's right in the midst of us. You know, on the Further Father radio show, really dealing with it. You know, people kind of talk about it one time and then thrust it under the rug. So I think this is the last, this is like the fourth uh, Tuesday in a row that we're going into it. So, but we want to go hot and heavy. Uh, what sayest thou? And love you, man. And thank you, Ron. Ron from, from Further and Father and down in Atlanta. Love you, man. Oh, back at you, man. A hundred fold, man. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Um, <laughs> brother? I, I tell you, man, this thing permeates on my heart. Um, the more I study, the more I spend time in prayer, as well as as you do, as well as you know, that we must, in order for us to have fresh revelation from the, the throne room, to lead us and guide us to those that are assigned to us in any shape, form, or matter in our sphere of influence, that we can put the word forth to them that is required of us by the Most High in his season and timing. Because he knows what the people need before we do, you know. Yeah. So we do what's needed so that it may do what is required to do to make the difference in people's lives, whether we're ever there to see it or not. Just being obedient and doing our part helps to bring it to full manifestation. But when I think of this, man, and and this, I look at it as as number one as a father, yes, and as a man, and yes. understanding our purpose as we've been assigned by the Most High in our families, not just in our families, but in our communities, and not Mm -hmm. just in our communities, but in society itself. It is ever so important that we understand the original intent of our Father when he created us to do what we're called to do. And that has been lost in the midst of everything because men have been assigned roles instead of purpose. Amen. Amen. And when you're operating in a role, a role has been given to you by somebody that wants to see whether that works for you. But when daddy created us and gave us purpose, that word purpose, as we understand it, means that it's been set in place. And everything yeah. that needs to make it work comes with it. Yeah. So you're not asking anything. There's no question mark. And something I tell people all the time when it comes to men with understanding who they are and what they're supposed to do that leads to that is 
I tell Moses, when a father doesn't understand, or even worse, does not know how to fulfill his divine assignment, to fulfill his purpose as a man, a father, and a husband, then what are they charged with doing? They must rediscover the Most High's plan for them. Key word, rediscover. Yes. Otherwise, this is what can and eventually will happen. They will hurt those and them around them, even if it's unintentional. Because why? Where purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. Exactly. And how often do we see that in our families, brother? Well, it's so pervasive that that's what we consider normal. It's because um, the best and the uh, and the optimal is far and few between, few and, and far between. Uh, because of that, um, the 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 curse that has be, has been normalized, it has been matter of fact it promoted as fun and joy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, and and uh, there's an expectation. Um, because people don't realize, a person that's cursed doesn't realize they're cursed. It's almost like high blood pressure. You walk around with it unless it's checked. You won't even know you have it because you don't feel any different. It's not a different feel. It's a different life. So there, there's, there are a bunch of telltale signs that people are, who are struggling with uh, family curses, generational curses on the family, um, and number one is emotional breakdowns. Uh, I think mm-hmm. soul, normally we need soul power. You mean the guy's giving us power, love, and a sound mind. When there is a lack of soundness in thinking, poor decision-making, or emotionally driven thinking that leads to breakdowns, breakdowns individually and warring even in the family and feuding even in the family, there has been a curse that has been uh, 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 levied, has, that has been contracted. You like you contract a disease? <laughs> well, well, originally, initially with a curse, someone intentionally contracts with the enemy, and then everyone else, as it goes down in the family, just like you have a, a, a communicable disease, a spiritual disease is contracted. When you, <laughs> so you contract it, as it says in the word, to the third and fourth generations of those that hate me. And if you look before that in Exodus 20, it's saying, thou shalt have no other gods before me. So at the core of generational curses and emotional breakdown is idolatry. Exactly. You hit it right on the head. Guess what? We're up to our first break already, Ron, because we we just got started. It looks like uh, this is going to be a multiple. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to do the show again next week, too. (laughs) So after this break, we'll we'll be right back. Fly TV, the home of on-demand talk shows and so much more. We're celebrities, athletes, and entertainers. Put their content on to be seen by their fans. For more information, visit Fly TV at fli.tv.com. Ladies, life is too short to be seen wearing boring jewelry. Come on over to Unique Loop de Loop Handmade Jewelry and Designs for your exclusive one-of-a-kind, boho, sleek, fashionable jewelry. Log on to www.uniqueloopdeloop.com or join me on Instagram Live at Unique Loop D5 each Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, yes, yes. The brothers are back 
in the building. We're talking about rehearse the verses to reverse the curses. Yes, we're still talking about dealing with generational curses from the fatherhood aspect and understanding the importance of our prayer life, our study life, but not just that, uh, adherence uh, to, to what was originally intended, as Ron just talked about purpose. And we just talked about emotional breakdowns. Um, Ron, do you want to add anything to that? Um, one of the key things I think you can say that contributes to that is, again, going back to your originality, the way you as a man are created by the Most High. When we're given assignments by him, there's six specific purposes that he has created us to fulfill. One, visionary. Two, leader. Three, teacher. Four, cultivator. Five, provider. And, and six, protector. So that emotional breakdown is going to come in line if we're not operating in the pureness of what we've been called to operate in. It leaves an open door to create atmospheres that we don't function well in. As we know as men that as a man grows, as from a young boy to a man, there's periods all through his life that the, the, the position of a man needs to be there to help him to nurture and grow and become strong in the areas that only a man can. If he's lacking that, and that's no pun to anyone, females, mothers, anybody else, but if he's lacking that, it's going to show up somewhere in his life going forward because he's going to miss those six things that he needs to be operating in, and it's going to show up in one or more in the way he reacts to the things around him, to the people around him, to circumstances, situations, whether he understands what accountability is, responsibility is. And, and that emotional breakdown is because he does not know how to put the wisdom in place to control the emotions. Let's, let's stay right there for a minute. And I want to add a number seven because, you know, in, in Ephesians, it tells us to, to, that the dad, not to frustrate your children, but raise them in the nurture. So nurture is, I would add number seven, nurture. Just the you know, number seven is the number of perfection. So I was I was looking for mm-hmm. numbers, <laughs> but I would add nurture to that because <laughs> there's a the blessing and does involve meaningful touch. So there's something something about being hands on as a father. You know, the, the hand that embraces you know might be also the hand that taps the bomb bomb. You know what I mean? <laughs> when mm-hmm. necessary. But 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 but, but um um. It's important that we understand that, that I'm going to read the seven uh, signs of generational curses. We just talked about emotional breakdowns. Number two, repeated medical issues without diagnosis. You know, that uh, mm. uh, uh, part of your purpose, is, you talked about purpose before, is also to take care of yourself. The caretaker, you're supposed to take care of yourself. But But when there is a repeated... Uh, when there's a curse, sometimes the curse is addictive. You know, sometimes uh, uh, the, these medical issues come from what you ingest that is not designed to be in your body. You know, some people are slaves to plants. You know, the the poppy poppy plant, the cocaine plant, the marijuana plant. You know, they're slaves mm-hmm. to plants, right? <laughs> That's whack, right? When you first talked about the man's responsibility. The first job he was given was to, uh, to, to, to keep and dress the garden. Now the garden is keeping him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right? So, so, so medical issues comes not only from health issues, which, which a lot of our families suffer from. You know, I'm, I'm going to be transparent in my family. You know, we, we, we sometimes have issues with kidneys and hearts and what have you, and that's, that's come down, you know. And, and uh, uh, praying it out, praying it out, praying it out. I was supposed to be gone already, but 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 Abba's hand is on me, and uh, 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 I claim victory in that area. So I want to be Absolutely. just like my brother Raymond to be the ones who break that curse, so that it doesn't go any further than this yeah. generation. So repeated medical issues, also self medication, it goes under repeated medical issues without diagnosis. So so we want to deal with that also because some people are dealing with self-medication that is precipitated by witchcraft because back in the day what they called potions 
we now call drugs. <laughs> so, so there's a generation of curse where the the proclivity, the 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 uh, tendency to seek trees elevate you. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, is a telltale sign of a generational curse. Number three is repeated oh, miscarriages. A repeated miscarriages. Yeah. There's, a, there's, there's a there's a curse of of early death in the family, and uh, um, that is that is a telltale sign of a generational curse. Number four is breakdowns of marriage, right? And there's always, not always, more often than not. A witchcraft component that causes the breakup of marriage, because there's rebellion somewhere. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, it's the yeah. number one. I'd say the number one cause. People think it's finances. People, no, no, no. It's rebellion. Yes. Every curse is caused, as it said in Proverbs twenty six two. The curse causeless shall not come. So, it's a cause and effect. The, the the curse is an effect ungodly cause. I'm gonna write that one down. The curse is the effect of an ungodly cause. So wherever there's go ungodliness, on, there's a there's a wherever there's an ungodliness, the portal is open. The portal is open. Right on point. Contracting right on point. contracting a curse. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, yes. think about it. If you look at Romans 3 and you look at starting at the 13th, I think it's the, the, the 13th verse, uh, mm-hmm. where it tells you that their throat is an open scepter with their yes, tongue. They so, have yes. used the speech and the poison or apps is under their lips. Yes. And then 14 says, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Yes. 15, yes. the feet are swift to shed blood. 16, yes. destruction and misery are in their ways. Yes. 17, in the way of peace they have not known. And 18, there is no fear of God before their eyes. Hallelujah. 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 All of that relates to what? Rebellion. Rebellion. That's Romans 1. A, a, a lack of understanding of the words. Yes. Well, if you uh, see that, yes. if you go to Romans 1, it says the wrath of God is re- released on and everything after that, <laughs> everything after that is a exactly. on all of that. Absolutely. Yes. And that, unfortunately, Absolutely. that, unfortunately, is too commonplace in, uh, throughout the entire planet. That is too commonplace. Mm-hmm. It's too commonplace. But, but we're identifying it. We're, ident- we're still identifying it. Uh, uh, um, the breakdown of marriage, um, it is so deep that the very first two people created were married. Yeah. That was very intentional. That That's what you call yep. prototype. Prototype. Yeah, there you go. You hit right. it right on the head. So marriage is the prototype of the male-female relationship. It is the highest order of it and the intention of it. It's not for sex. Sexual pleasure uh, outside of it. Mm-hmm. That's where curses come from. I think it's something that, to your point. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. To go ahead. your go ahead. point about marriage, which is so powerful, is, and both of us have long lasting and standing marriages. Um, I think yours is 20 plus. Um, mine's was 34 years and the key word in marriage that I said to a young lady and her friend when they asked me about how to go into relationships I said the key word you have to understand break down, take apart reconstruct place it in every question that's asked is the word commitment because without commitment you're not willing to do the things you're going to need to do on the tough side to make yes. things work on the easy. Yes. And it's you only can have the commitment if you're comfortable with who you are and where you are. Amen. Amen. Which means Amen. you, number one, have to understand where marriage flows from, to your point. 
the first man and woman were married. So we know that it is a covenant put in place by the Most High. So you cannot have a successful marriage or you won't have a successful marriage if he is not involved. And involved to the point not just because the minister stands before you and proclaims you husband and wife. He's solidifying the commitment of the covenant. But you have to understand what the covenant entitles. So before you're standing up there before the man of God or the woman of God, whoever's, you know, doing the ceremony, there should have been a time that you came to know each other to come to find what you bring to the table and whether it's applicable to find out is there any things like what we're talking about tonight. Are there generational situations on either side that need to be addressed before we tie this knot? Yeah. Because once we declare this, we now, whether we know it or not, are giving the enemy legal right to flow whatever negative situation is going on both sides over to each other. And exactly. furthermore, into our, the womb of the mother to further into our children to keep yeah. that thing going generation to generation. So it's very important that we understand the commitment of what we're doing when we're talking about marriage. And if I think if a lot more of that was done, you would not have as many divorces as you see. Exactly. 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 Uh, um, covenant. Covenant is the word. You notice there's a difference between covenant and contract. Covenant is exactly a, is, is really, even though they're covenant breakers, they're really breaking themselves because the two become yep. one in covenant. It's the example I always use when I did uh, 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 marriage uh, um, uh, uh, training for uh, the, uh, the couple that I did marry uh, recently. Um, I s- explained that if you take your bag of sand and she takes her bag of sand and you put it into the big bag called marriage, once it's poured in, you can't take your sand back. You can't even try to take your sand back because it's all intermingled. Right. right? It becomes one. A contract is breakable. It's designed with clauses in it to break it, right? So it's the difference between a contract, which is why we can break curses, because curses are based on contract. They are not based in covenant. Very ooh, important. Ooh, that's, that's powerful Very right important. there. Very important. Contracts can be broken so you're not stuck in alcoholism. You're not stuck in promiscuity. You're not stuck in in drug addiction. You're not stuck in in abuse. You're not stuck in violence. You're not stuck in poverty. You you can be, and when you stand with the blood of Christ on you, (laughs) curses can be broken. In the same That's way right. he says that he, he he visits the iniquity to the third and fourth generation, he says that he shows mercy to thousands and thousands of, of generations of those that love me. <laughs> so that, so that loving means... God breaks covenant. That's what uh, breaks breaks contract. Covenant That's right. is the evidence of loving God. That's right. It's evidence I mean, of loving God in union, in unity, in oneness. Okay. And, the and next one. To your point, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. You know, to your point, real fast, is when you talk about that covenant, people don't have a full understanding of what the Father says to us in his word. Number one, his holiness is the foundation of his integrity and his faithfulness. That's number one. He's never, he will never violate or break his word. Yes. He placed his word above even himself. His name. So in essence, seeing the word of God is not just a law for us, but it's also called the law of God, which means what? It implements that every word that God speaks is also a law unto himself, and he subjects himself to his promises and decrees because of his integrity. That's why yes. covenant is so powerful. Oh, and with that said, we're going to go to a break. We have another call on the line. We're going to bring him in or her in right after this. these messages. We will be right back. Fly TV, the home of on-demand talk shows and so much more, where celebrities, athletes, and entertainers put their content on to be seen by their fans. For more information, visit Fly TV. 
at FLI.TV.com. Ladies, life is too short to be seen wearing boring jewelry. Come on over to Unique Loop De Loop, handmade jewelry and designs for your exclusive one-of-a-kind, boho, sleek, fashionable jewelry. Log on to www.uniqueloopdeloop.com or join me on Instagram Live at Unique Loop De 5 each Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace. Where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. The brothers are back in the building. We're talking about rehearse the verses, rehearse the verses to reverse the curses. <laughs> yes, this is Brother and Father Radio. Yes, and we have another caller on, and we've been talking about uh, identifying the, the curses, but also what we should do in prayer and study and understanding to reverse the curses. My brother and sister, 8936, how are you doing this, this evening? 8936. Oh, that's me. That's Rodney Kellum. Oh, so you're on, two, you're on twice. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Not three six. That's me, Rodney Kellum. Okay. Oh, my brother Rodney. My yes, brother yes, Rodney. that's me. <laughs> oh, it's good to What's hear up, your boy? voice. Oh man, how y'all doing? To be alive. It's really good to hear Wonderful. your voice. Wonderful. Absolutely. I'm glad glad to have you. last week. What we did last week was kind of being blocked off, but I'm glad you're on this week. So, how Absolutely. are you? I'm good, and I'm I'm good and busy in the busy in a good way. <laughs> doing you know doing service. I call it serving my way forward. Uh, doing a lot of youth basketball with youth in middle school, so uh, awesome. I'm busy in a good way. That's a good. That's a great way to be busy. That's a well done kind of uh, busy. Um, mm-hmm. So we're talking about generational curses, and and we, we you know we just talked about marriage. We just mm-hmm. talked about marriage as uh, a, an important part, an identifier. If there are constant breakups in your family. See, it's, it's, it's not generational with one sibling or one auntie or one, but if it's happening, grandmama and granddaddy divorce, mama and daddy right. divorce, you divorce, your children, well, that's, that's the telltale sign that there's a, there's a generational curse. Um, I know we had great discussions of last, was it last year already? Last year of, of, about uh, the conversation that dads are to have with their teens. Um, you know, kind of segueing uh, because we still have financial insufficiency, accident prone, and a history of unnatural deaths to, to, to go through. And we probably won't even get to that this week. But while we're here talking about the breakdown of marriage, um, this, and, the, and to link it to the conversation that the father is supposed to have with his team. Um, and it kind of goes with the with actual title of uh, uh, where, where the, the dad's prayer life and his study life is to influence and even encourage not only breaking the curse, but that the next generation stay in the, uh, in the covenant and not into the, in the contract, right? Stay in the covenant of God and blessing versus the contract of curse, uh, of cursing. So uh, I know it's a heavy and loaded, but you're, 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 you're a quality coach, a quality man, a, a great father, and, uh, and full of wisdom. So um, whatever's on your heart, please share. Yeah, um, I have a platform called Foundational Fatherhood. And I, I truly and wholeheartedly believe, and the word backs it up, that a present and engaged father is the foundation of a strong family. 
Um, I have a teenager in my house. My oldest is, will be 14 soon. And, and even though I've never, I've always said I don't, you know, enjoy middle schoolers, I can't escape them. I'm always mentoring them and coaching them. And at that age is that very important transition time where mm-hmm. they're pushing you away, wanting to be with their friends, but yet mm-hmm. they need you even more. Yeah. And every time I'm exhausted and I feel like giving up and I just want to go lay down, I think about the price, the price that's, that I must pay and the price that my Lord paid for me and that I have to carry my cross daily. Yeah. So I, I can't, I, I don't have, when God writes his word in your heart, you will always default to what he says. Yes. And for so many families have been torn apart from generational curses, from you want to call it systematic stuff and all that, we can get into that. Yes. But when the father's imprint uh, hasn't been left on the children in the family, when the, ha- when the hearts of the fathers haven't been turned to the children, it's always evident. It is always yes. evident in their children's behavior. And every, every story I've ever heard where, you know, a boy transitioned to a man and he looked back and they say they had that father in their life, they appreciate that father when they become grown, even though they may be rebellious when they're young. Yeah. So I, I've, seen, I've seen the outcome over my whole life, you know, growing up in California, seeing fatherless homes, seeing girls. Uh, I, I used to think about when I was five years old that every girl was supposed to be pregnant by the time they were 16. Wow. Now, I, I mm. look at all these ills in society, and I realize, whether it's by choice or by circumstance, the fathers are missing, and they don't have an influence. And I'll wrap it up with one story. I'll wrap up this point with one story. In high school, I was dating this one young lady, and I called the house, and I thought I was being courteous. And I said, you know, may I speak to the young lady? And the father said to me, I'm going to hang up this phone. You're going to call back. You're going to address me first and then ask for my daughter. And then hung up on me. I was flabbergasted. I called back. (laughs) I said, hello, Mr. Sir. Uh, How are you doing today? He, He replied. I said, may I speak to your daughter? He says, yes. From that day forward, I never touched her, and I tried to do nothing intimate with her because I knew for the first time in my life a, a young lady had a man I had to answer to. Yes. And that's, that's what so many young girls, young boys, young men, young women are missing is that present and engaged father, that dad, that, that authority figure, that person that makes them feel secure, that protector, because they, they, they act out in ways because boundaries have never been set. There's no mm. balance. They don't know how to operate. So mm. turning the hearts of fathers back to ch- their children is a part of my mission and design and purpose on earth. And I, I encourage every yeah. father, no matter the circumstance with the, with the mother of your children, whether you're together or not, whether you're married or not, the price that you must pay is so much, so very worth it. It is priceless. You are needed, you are required, you are designed to give of yourself and be at the bottom of the house. When someone walks into the house, the most, most of the time they always recognize, oh, nice drapes, nice kitchen, nice bathroom. But it takes another builder to come into that house and say, man, you got a strong so, foundation. foundation. <laughs> so we, as men, we don't look for, the, for that, those compliments. But when, when you see another man doing well, we notice it and we recognize you. So I want to shout out to all the men that are doing their job, that are foundational fathers, that don't give up no matter the circumstance, whether you're going through the court system, whether you don't get along with the mother, whether you're separated from your children, whether you're there all day, whether you work all the time, every day that you choose to be present and engaged with your children, I, I emphasize that present and engaged with your children, Yes, it, it pays off a dividend that improves our communities, our cities, our states, and our country and the whole world. So you are vital and you are needed. Awesome. Mm. Awesome. 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 And that's a perfect um, for where we are when we're talking about the breakdown of marriage. You see, where there is a breakdown of marriage, that's where that tenuous situation where, the, where it's not that the father is always intentionally absent. Sometimes, and this is, this is a hard thing for people to hear, 
Sometimes it's the man. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the woman. Yep. The problem is contracts. They're dealing with contracts. And they're not understanding and have never been taught how vital covenant is. You don't you yes. can't run from covenant. You can run from contracts. You can ask to be traded <laughs> in a contract. Yes, you can yes, yes. You, you can go to another team with contracts. But when you're in covenant, you are foundational, just as Rodney said. Powerful, powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. You you want to add anything, Ron, before we, we go to break? You wanna add anything? Um, real quick, I'm gonna say two scriptures. Ephesians two ten. For we are his workmanship created in, as we know, Christ Jesus, for good works which the Father prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And then we look at 2 Timothy 1.9 that says, Who has saved us, called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Key, before time began. Key, prepared beforehand. Does that not relate back to when I said that those six things and along with the seventh one that you added, that you were already given that? That's part of you making sure the covenant is solid and in place. But when those things are not operating in you, you don't even know you got a covenant. So contract sounds good to you because that's all you've ever heard. Covenant is a foreign word to most men. Because... Uh, covenant requ- to maintain covenant requires integrity. To maintain exactly. a contract requires aggressiveness and performance. <laughs> two different two right. different mindsets. Two different mindsets. Absolutely. So uh, uh, um, we're we're going to go to another break very quickly. Um, I am excited about this conversation, and it's really just begun because we haven't even touched on. Uh, 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 the last few of them, nor actually dealing with the actual curses, which is uh, why we want to to, to not just identify. Too many times people think asking the question makes you a leader. No. Be a problem solver. The problem solver is the valuable one. There you go. (laughs) So we'll be right back after these messages. Fly TV the home of on-demand talk shows, and so much more, where celebrities, athletes, and entertainers put their content on to be seen by their fans. For more information, visit Fly TV at fli.tv.com. Ladies, life is too short to be seen wearing boring jewelry. Come on over to Unique Loop de Loop handmade jewelry and designs for your exclusive one-of-a-kind boho sleek fashionable jewelry log on to www.uniqueloopdeloop.com or join me on instagram live at unique loop d5 each wednesday 8 p.m eastern standard time haven church global the safe place to grow in grace where peace is made and the truth makes us free Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, the brothers are back in the building, and we're talking about Rehearse the verses to reverse the curses. <laughs> Ron has been rehearsing the verses, and, and Rodney <laughs> has been reversing the curses. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So um, it has been a, an awesome time, an awesome discussion, and we're down to the, we're down to the, to the last furlongs, uh, um, and uh, we, want, we really want to get into these last few. But this is really just a spark, and the conversation has just started, really. Even over these last four weeks, because we've been identifying, you know, we've been asking the question and identifying 
the generational curses. We're, we've got to go hot and heavy on the solutions in a, in, in a, in a second. So number, number five is continual financial insufficiency. Nothing ever sticks. Uh, that, that sounds like poverty <laughs> as, a, as a generational curse. Con- continual mm-hmm. financial, nothing ever sticks. You know, in certain communities, the money flies out. It comes in, but it flies out. And we don't understand community building, but we love to talk community. But, but the cell of community is family. And when the family is solid because of that foundation Rodney talked about, but when the foundation is solid, now something can be built upon it that can last, including prosperity, including generational health, generational wealth, generational well-being, some land, Things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, you, 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 things you you can't. Nothing ever sticks because everything is for rent and everything is for lease. And 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 and, and I'm not just talking about the things. I'm talking about the important things. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, Rodney, um, you know, you talked about foundation. And you know, in the foundation has crosses in it. You know what those crosses are? They're rebar. People can't see them. They're metal rods that crisscross inside the foundation so that it remains solid and stable. Can you talk about the being solid, stable as a dad who prays and studies so that his children can build up? Because, you know, raising means to elevate. So that means something that you're putting them, you're pushing them above you. So yeah. can you speak to being solid? Yeah, my, my my life, my fatherhood experience and continuing experience is is full of tests that that prove to me that God strengthens me. So twenty I think 2014, we lived in an apartment. I'll, I'll keep this, this. This is a long story, but I'll keep it short. We had a lightning strike in our apartment, had a home fire, was technically homeless, went from home, homeless to homeowner, homeowner in under 90 days. Hallelujah. But during that time, we had to live in a hotel, extended stay hotel. My wife just had our daughter. She was breastfeeding. Every day our insurance was, was calling me. And I made sure they called me and not my wife because she was stressed and she was trying to breastfeed and couldn't produce milk. Every day I'm dealing with the stress of where we're going to live, the pressure of get 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 a go ahead and get an apartment, go to an apartment, knowing that we know we needed a home, a house, mm-hmm. and and those moments that for some people will break you, where it says I can do all things through Christ, who strengthens me. Hallelujah. I did not get to that time in my life on my own. That was that rebar in me, the foundation. When my yeah. daughter was diagnosed with infantile spasms at seven months, and the doctors had no answers, I was broken down emotionally because I couldn't fix it. And when I would pray, God, that's too much for me. What Mm -hmm. else do we do? He would send somebody with a solution that helped us Mm -hmm. heal our daughter from the infantile spasms. Every major blow to my manhood, meaning unemployment several times, let go, laid off, let go, lied on, Mm -hmm. several times. Where yeah. as a man, I'm supposed to be the provider, and I couldn't. Coming through at the very last minute with a, with a position that I needed to provide for my family, it is Christ that strengthens me. Hallelujah. I can't do this on my own. When No one is desiring to be on their own. If, if God desired man to be on his own, he would have stopped at Adam, and Eve wouldn't have been necessary. <laughs> yes. We all yes. need somebody, and we all need God. We all need God. We all need somebody. And so for every father that keeps bumping his head trying to do it all himself, like that mm-hmm. age old, oh, my husband won't ask for directions. I'm not going to ask for directions. I don't have that <laughs> ego. Because we, as men, we have to be more dedicated to the solution 
than we are to the glory. Amen. Awesome. Amen. Yes. That's powerful. And you know something, Rodney, you know in, in, in Genesis 2 where it says man should not be alone, right? So please, mm-hmm. please cross, yeah. reference me to make, you know, make sure I'm telling the truth. If you look it up in uh, Strong's and you look up the, the, the Hebrew, that word alone, it's bad, B-A-D. The Hebrew word for mm-hmm. alone is bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yep. so... So um, mm-hmm. it's not a good idea to be that lone wolf. It's not a good idea to operate. Um, uh, uh, and, and I've done dealt with financial strife before in my life. And um, you need the rebar of the cross inside of you. You need the cross inside of you. There's one thing to bear your cross externally, but that 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 integrity that allows you to stand as a, as a man and as a father, no matter what you're going through, <laughs> comes from that cross inside that you're carrying. People can't see the cross on the, people can see the cross on the outside, but that, where is it coming from? That type of strength only comes mm-hmm. from the Lord. And, and it comes from, um, you know, it comes from, let me get the right spot. In, in Galatians 3, in Galatians 3, it says that he redeemed us, this is verse 13, from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written, everyone that hangeth on a tree, cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. He became a curse for us so that we did not have to be cursed, so that curses are temporary. So, yes, you said it perfectly. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens mm-hmm. me. Yes. And, and, and you stuff. understand that every, it's, it, it is, it is an, an intentional roller coaster ride uh, and breaking the curse comes from the, the blood of Christ. They say life is in the blood. You know, we breathed into mm-hmm. it became a living soul. So life is in the blood. But we have eternal life because of the blood. And that breaks every curse. Grace is the curse breaking. The shattering of curses. However, to, to, because there are consequences. What happens is he saves us from the penalty of sins and curses. However, it is incumbent upon us to walk in integrity and obedience so that we can play our part in maintaining the freedom that he's afforded us. So it's a powerful time. We just we're just getting started. We're just really getting started. Um, the, the, mm-hmm. the the next one is number six: accident prone. Uh, um, uh, a telltale sign that there's a generational curse in your family is Murphy's law. It's really Murphy's law is really Satan Satan's uh, 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 execution. <laughs> there is, there is no happenstance. Everything happens in the, under the providence of God or through the corruption of the enemy. So mm-hmm. if you're constantly, if, if your, your, your granddad fell off the roof and died uh, and your dad got hit by a truck and then you got run over by a train, that's a generational curse. Yeah, something <laughs> going on. That's not, a, that's not a bunch of accidents. That's a generational curse. Nah. Something going on there. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got, as they say, we got an issue, and we need to yeah. find out what that issue is. Exactly. And it, and it's surprising, Jeremy and Rodney, that most people don't catch that. And and when you don't know who you are, whose you are, and why you are, you miss it. Because it's not sitting there for you to understand in your position of understanding. One thing that human beings fail to realize 
because of not having that personal relationship with the Most High on the planes of, of, of spending time before his throne on a daily basis, not sometime, but a daily basis, which yeah. means you honor him and give him the time that he asks of you to come before his throne so that he can enlighten you to the things that he needs to enlighten to you so that you can walk out what he has given you to walk out in his earthly realm. Yeah. One of the key things that most people don't realize is every single one of us has been awarded a specific and strategic assignment that mm-hmm. is absolutely key to our life. And nobody else can fulfill your assignment but you. Somebody might have something similar, but the one that you've been given, nobody else can do that. So in, and so you have to walk it out in full terms. So when you don't fulfill it, there's a gap left out there that has to be fulfilled. What happened to the children of Israel when they when they went into the wilderness? They went into the wilderness, elders and, and, and younger generations. But when they came out the wilderness, who came out with Moses? The younger. The younger That's generation. Why? Because older generations did not understand what their assignment was, and they failed, and they got left in the wilderness because God could, what he wanted to fulfill through them could not be fulfilled because they weren't in their specific place. They needed to be at the specific time. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We're, we're coming down to the last few minutes, and we, 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 we you know, we, we want people to be practical. You know, uh, um, we want them to be practical. And, and as we go into this, and we'll, we'll get into even more next week, you see, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So it's important that once you recognize the curse, that you verbally renounce it. You verbally denounce it. Then you model the opposite. You verbally renounce it, verbally denounce it. You pray and study. But you must move and live. By the design of God, of Yah, but intentionally thinking more beyond a good man leaves an inheritance for his children and his children's children. We're talking multi-generational mindset. So even as a young man, and, and Rodney, as you talk to your teenager, you know, uh, there's something I always said to my, to my son. I'd say, I, I, my sons, I've said to them, so you're going to be a good man and you have no choice about it. Uh, you, you're mm-hmm. going to be raising my, my, my children, my grandchildren. So you, you must be a good man. Uh, you talk to them about what marriage looks like even to them before they can even fathom. What, mm-hmm. what, what, what does it look like to you? So it puts, you mm-hmm. raise them by the, the nurture, you, the nurture of an admonition of the Lord. So what does the Lord expect of you? It's not just what daddy expects, but what does the Lord expect of you? Wow, we're down to Absolutely. the last minute. Um, Rodney? Um, you ha- you have any sites for foundational fatherhood? Uh, well, this you can always go to rodneykellum dot com, um, and everything that I'm doing there is always on my website. Um, I'll be uh, talking more more going forward about serving your way forward, um, showing people how, like for me, growing up on Section Eight and food stamps, uh, predominantly raised by my mother, how to move forward in life spiritually, financially. Uh, professionally by using service, a, a mindset of, of service has really transformed my life. And yes. people serving me when they didn't have to, therefore sowing the seed in me that has to be reaped, that I have to serve people also. Going from, you know, California to Alabama to play college basketball to, to getting into my profession, and which I've changed several times, someone who served when didn't, no one asked them to, that has changed my life. And so I'm convicted wow. to do the same. So I call it serving my way forward. And I continue to work in my, what I call fatherpreneurship and foundational fatherhood because that's just something that's a calling on my life. So awesome. if you want to stay up to date on it, you know, go to my website and follow me at fatherpreneur. On Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fatherpreneur or RodneyKillum.com. This is yep. Furthering Fathering, where fatherhood is elevated, families are empowered, and communities are transformed 
by our five core principles, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training, which forms the word heart, H-E-A-R-T, because you must get to the heart of the man to bless the man so he realizes who he is. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this time with Rodney, this time with Ron. Uh, 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 This is only the beginning, you told me, so the best and the blessed is yet to come. We love you and thank you in the master's name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. Amen and amen. Until next week, be excited to be alive and be the solution and break the curses. Amen and amen. Amen.